Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Thursday Thoughts. I hope this episode finds you well. I hope you're all having a a great day and a wonderful week, and I just hope everything's going well for you. If this is, if this is your first episode uh, tuning in with us on Thursday Thoughts, we have been going through a series on 1 John in particular right now. We're going to get to 2nd and 3rd John as well, but we're looking at these three epistles of the Apostle John because they really help us get an idea of what a real Christian looks like. And my goal with this podcast is to help provide a tool for both Christians and non-Christians alike to be able to see what authentic Christianity is, to see what to to see what it means to live the Christian life through the good, the bad, and the messy parts of life. And First John is a wonderful place to to do that. A second and third John as well, but obviously First John being the longer of those three epistles, we're spending the most time here in First John. And up to this point, we've looked at John is writing to his audience, and he's trying to get them to see this is what someone who truly follows Jesus believes and looks like, and these are what basically the the ones who are false look like. And so John is trying to help create, uh, he, I say help create, he is helping show the fine line in being a Christian or not. And so last week we discussed more in more detail the we we went we discussed first John chapter three verses eleven through twenty four and we looked at John's argument in how the children of God are different from the children of the devil, which was what John talked about in first John three well really first John two twenty eight through first John three ten and before that, John talked about the people who are who separated from the church, the the antichrists, right? This that's a whole other topic. Uh, I we did an episode on that a few weeks ago. Please go back and check that one out if you're curious about it and you haven't listened to it. But anyway, that's enough context building for now. So if this is your first episode tuning in, you know we're we're mostly just looking at how to determine whether we are being true Christians or not? How do you know if you're truly a Christian? And so that's what we've been doing. And so this week, with all that being said, this week, we're now in 1 John chapter 4. 1 John chapter 4, we're going to look at the first six verses today, where we're going to be talking about testing the spirits. And you know, and that sounds kind of, sounds kind of funny when you hear it like that, but it's, it's a legitimate thing, testing the spirits. And so we'll We'll dive into this now. Let me set up, let me kind of introduce the text before we start reading it. So John continues to discuss the role of the Holy Spirit in the life of a believer. Here in the first six verses of chapter 4, he encourages the community to, his audience, to evaluate teachings to determine if they are from God or from those who have separated from the community, a.k.a the Antichrists, in 1 John 2, 18-19. This chapter begins with a discussion of the conflict between the spirit of truth and the spirit of falsehood. John has already dealt with the conflict between truth and falsehood in chapter 2, verses 18-28. to 
the conflict between the children of God and the children of Satan in 1 John chapter 2, verses 29 through chapter 3, verse 12. And the conflict between love and hatred, 1 John chapter 3, verses 13 through 24. So given this conflict between the two spiritual realms, John, he exhorts and encourages his readers to test all the spirits, to determine their truthfulness, and then gives the criteria for making this determination. And so, after we read this text, and whenever we start going through the verses and talking about it, I hope you'll see what John means by testing the spirits and what he means by this. So, let's, let's jump into this. So, 1 John chapter 4, starting in verse 1. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God, and every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you heard was coming and now is in the world already. Little children, you are from God and have overcome them, for he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. They are from the world. Therefore, they speak from the world, and the world listens to them. We are from God. Whoever knows God listens to us. Whoever is not from God does not listen to us. By this, we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. So let's, let's, let's break this down, the first six verses of 1 John chapter 4. And so... 1 John chapter 4, verse 1 begins this section of admonishment with a compassionate pastoral greeting of beloved. Again, that Greek word, agapatoi. And so, he genuinely loves those to whom he is writing. John loves the people he's writing to. His, his warning is, you know, or excuse me, and it is the sentiment that motivates him again to warn them of the dangers of the faith. His warning is clear. Behind every statement is a spirit, or in Greek, a panuma. But not every spirit is from God. According to John, every teaching about Christ originates from a spiritual source. A teaching is either true and from the Spirit of God, or it's false and from the Spirit of of falsehood or deceit, as we read about in verse 6. Believers derive their ability to test the truth and falsehood from their anointing by God, their knowledge of the teaching of Jesus and the work of the Holy Spirit within them. We saw that in 1 John 2.20, 1 John 2.27, and 1 John 3.24. Go back and read those verses. They can determine a spirit's origin. This is the people that John's writing to, a.k.a. us, can determine a spirit's origin by examining whether its teaching reflects the love of Christ. Testing is necessary because of the presence of false teaching, which, based on the terminology used by God, was likely derived directly from an evil spiritual power. 
So 1 John chapter 4, verses 2 through 3 now, let's move forward in the text. It's centered around the fundamental Christian doctrine which can never be compromised that concerns the eternal, divine, human person of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. John tells us that a true spirit from God will confess Jesus' true humanity, but also how he's from God and he's the Son of God, and the contrary is also true. But every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. To acknowledge Jesus in the mind of John can mean only one thing, namely, to confess him as the Christ come in the flesh. To deny this, whatever claim to inspiration many that may accompany the denial, is to reveal the work of the spirit of the Antichrist, which John's readers had heard, no doubt from himself in his previous teaching, was coming. John again identifies who or what the Antichrist is. It is one who denies the incarnation of God in our lives and in the world. And so once again, the Antichrist is not this one big bad dude. However, the Antichrist, the spirit of the Antichrist is, and anybody who would be considered an Antichrist is anybody who denies that Jesus is the Son of God and that he came as a person and that he lived a perfect life. Basically, anybody who denies that Jesus is who he says he is, that's the Antichrist. And so, that's what John's trying to get them to see. So, basically, in short, John is saying that the only way that you can know whether a spirit is from the truth or from falsehood and is if it agrees with the message of Jesus, if it has the love of Christ, if it has the love of God, if it's truthful about Jesus and who he is and who he was, if it's truthful about how Christians are supposed to conduct their lives, so on and so forth. So moving on to verses 4 through 6, so I hope you're following along in your Bible as we're talking about this. 1 John 4, 4 through 6 is a reflection of the character of the audience. And so true, true believers prevail over false teachers because Christ, whose spirit resides in them, is stronger than the antichrists and any spiritual powers at work in the world and in them. Because as believers face false teachings, they can have assurance in Jesus' victory over evil. Their values, the, the, the antichrists and the, the spirit of the antichrists and people who are not being truthful and true to the gospel, their values are in the world. The true believer belongs to God. And their value is in the spirit. It reminds me, there's a, there's a popular song by, uh, oh my goodness, the, the name has left me. Uh, it might be Mercy Me. Uh, I think it is Mercy Me, Greater. Anyway, there's a song called Greater, and it's almost, you know, they pull it right here from First John that, uh, that the voice inside of me is greater than he who lives in the world, a.k.a. John is trying to get people to see that God is greater than any of these things. So that's also kind of serves as an encouragement to the readers to be like, you know, maybe what these false teachers are, sh are presenting to you, may it may sound good, but trust me, the spirit that lives within you, the spirit of Christ, the spirit of God is greater than he who lives in the world. It's greater than the spirit of falsehood. And so, 
This is how we recognize the spirit of truth and the spirit of falsehood, as John concludes. We can test the spirits and get to know which is which by examining both the message they proclaim through their human instruments and the character of the audience which listens to them. The spirits may be tested by first examining their confession, which comes through human instruments, and then by examining the character of their audience, who would give them credence. We can know the true from the false, the spirit of God from the spirit of the Antichrist, and it is imperative that we be vigilant in this assignment. In other words, how, how do we, so today, for us today, how do we, so what does this mean for us today? And how do we test the spirits today? Well, there is still false teaching in the world today. There are still, you know, churches in the world today that don't teach the true message of the gospel and that don't teach the truth of the scriptures. And so how, how, how can we test and discern what's false teaching, what's proper teaching? Well, number one, knowing your Bible, but also thinking about what John says here is, which again, I think, goes in line with knowing the Bible, because John also, in his gospel, calls Jesus the Word, right? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Jesus is the Word. And so if we understand the Word, which is Scripture, if we know the Bible and we know the Word, we will be able to test and discern if something is true or false. So in other words, as John says in 1 John 4, 2, by this you know the Spirit of God, every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. And every spirit, in verse 3, that denies and does not confess Jesus is not from God. And so, in other words, you have to understand what the Bible teaches about Jesus. You have to understand the truth about Jesus to be able to test and discern what is true and what is false. And that only comes by us knowing our Bible, by knowing the Word, and by listening to the Holy Spirit in our lives, not spirits of falsehood. In other words... Think of it this way. John already mentioned this in 1 John chapter 2 as well, right? How we cannot love the world because anybody who loves the world and things in the world, the love of the Father does not live in them. And so we have to make sure that we don't love the world, but that we love God. And notice what John says in 1 John 4, 5 through 6. He says, they are from the world, therefore they speak from the world, and the world listens to them. So, you know, think about the message that is being spoken that you may be listening to, and think about Who's receiving it? If the world really likes it, if sinful people like it, is that really the truth that we need to be listening to? Verse 6, we are from God. Whoever knows God listens to us. Whoever is not from God does not listen to us. By this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. So, that's another important way to know whether a teaching is true or false is by, as I mentioned earlier, is by looking at what the teaching is, who's listening to it, and who's bringing this message, and what are they like. Um, and it's important to test the spirits. You know, there's nothing wrong with testing. Testing a message to see where it comes from, to make sure that it's coming from God. And so, today in our lives, when we're in our churches, when we are listening to podcasts, whenever we're talking to people, we need to be sure that we are you know, examining and testing what it is they're telling us about spiritual things to make sure that it's in line with the gospel message, the truth of the scriptures, and that it's in line with who God says he is. Because if we, and the only way we can know is by 
understanding what the Bible says about Jesus and by understanding the truth of who he is and the truth of the scriptures. And if we don't know that, then we'll have a hard time determining what's a true message from God and what's a false message from God. And so I hope that today's episode has been an encouragement to you, and I hope that this gives us some insight on how to test and discern whether something is true from God or false. I hope you all have a great day. God bless.